0: Welcome to Never Rewrite. I'm Jeffrey Sherman. And I'm Isaac Askew. And
1: today we're going to be talking about rewrites in the age of AI. Mm. So <clears throat> this topic was kind of brought about because we were thinking in a previous episode, and I've also been thinking about this separately as maybe as like a side project. Um, what or how 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 have has uh, the possibility of a rewrite or the, uh, you know, we say never rewrite, But maybe that changes in a world where AI uh, can do that better. And we've seen AI try to attempt things like um, refactoring and testing to pretty varied and mixed results. Um, A lot of startups these days have tried this. Uh, So it's one of those things where maybe it's not great now. And it really depends on the repo. I think if you try Mm -hmm. a small repo, it can do a decent job. Or if you do a big repo, it can't. but given a world where AI gets better you know, every year, is there a world in which... Every week. Every week. <laughs> well, you know, every day. Every day. Uh, is there a world in which a rewrite uh, is actually greatly assisted and the risk is greatly mitigated through the use of
0: AI? So my first hot take on this is, of course... Dear listener, it's not ready yet. Don't mm-hmm. try this uh, in any. Like I, I like I agree with you. It. I think we'll get there, but we're definitely not there yet. So don't bet the farm on rewriting with an AI now. Mm-hmm. My secondary take is I think it would be okay, but the the main problem I see is if you've got a code base that is so shitty, we need to rewrite it from scratch, then if you have AI do it, AI will do it faithfully and you'll end up with a new shitty code base. Like the, the new code base will be shitty for the same reasons uh, that the old one was shitty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like your separ- concerns won't be separated. Your business logic won't be separated. You, you know, I guess the first thing would be is, well, you know, if your AI could write, rewrite it and it could rewrite it well well enough, then your AI could write tests.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess that's my first test is, exactly. could your, yeah. <laughs> instead of doing a rewrite, can your AI write tests so that you can understand what you have today?
1: So this is interesting. I've, I've attempted a, a manual version of what I'm kind of guessing would be like the automated process. Um, I was kind of curious about this idea. So I ended up going on GitHub and grabbing like an old... Uh, GitHub library uh, that was date-based for like a PHP date library. Okay. Um, I don't remember the details of what it was doing. I, just, I was just trying to find like a small a library that did not have tests. And this particular library had like two or three PHP files in it. It was a composer-based uh, project. So you could install a PHP unit uh, pretty easily. You don't have to wrap anything up. I make it easy to to test or anything. Um, But then I took that and I gave it to ChatGPT. And I said, hey, write me some tests for this. (laughs) Mm. Um, And so the tests it gave me were varied. Um, But I also installed code coverage reports. And as I ran the tests, some of the tests were absolute crap. And other Mm. ones actually improved the test coverage and did what they were supposed to do. So my test coverage went from zero, because the project had no tests, to like 30-something percent. And I thought, hmm, if I could give it feedback in a loop and keep it, having it add more tests, saying, Oh, that improved the test coverage. Give me more tests for the ones that are uncovered. Oh, mm-hmm. this broke, these tests were terrible. Here's the here's the the output of the console. Fix the test, then take just keep taking the output it gave me and keep writing to files and running the tests. Yeah. I could try to come up with a system that would eventually give myself one hundred percent test coverage no it doesn't have to be 100% but pretty close sure. close enough to kind of like characterize what the program's doing and then do the same thing hey rewrite this code base for me such that the tests still pass you know or rewrite the test to make it pass um if the t- if you have to write a breaking test or a change that would break the other tests and so i got mixed results trying to do this this way mm-hmm. um i ended up getting like 80% test coverage and the refactoring was kind of meh um, and I imagine this will also be super difficult with brand new languages versus languages that maybe LLMs have had time to train on that have a ton of examples because PHP is, there's a ton of examples of good and bad PHP in the world. Yeah, I was going to say, but I'd it, it be worried was, about what it
0: knows about PHP. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But it, it did it did an interesting enough of a job that I thought, you know, what if there's this world in which we, push up our code and there's a pipeline that runs that attempts a small refactor for us. Um, maybe not a full rewrite, uh, or maybe eventually a full rewrite. I don't know, but it was just curious enough of a concept that it it Hmm. stuck out. Like, Oh, this is, this is not terrible. (laughs) Uh, it's not, it's not working perfectly, but hmm, maybe there's something here.
0: I think I would frame it differently. If you could have a service where somebody could push up their code base or get grant you access to their code base and you could do that iterative um, make me te- write unit tests and then have a human supervising the unit tests like okay this passed, this didn't pass and you were trying to bump up that code coverage I think that actually would be a highly valuable service mm-hmm. because then like I know at my day job uh, we've got we had forty percent code coverage and and it's a giant, giant project. And now with a little bit of effort, or now that we've started tracking it, you know, numbers move when you start tracking, we've got it up to like forty one and a half percent just by nudging developers. <laughs> if there was a reasonable price reasonably priced service, right? I don't think you could say, hey, ChatGPT, go write me a bunch of unit tests for things that aren't covered. I don't think that would work well at all. But as a service where a professional developer is going to work with ChatGPT to write unit tests so that the tests actually make sense and add some value. That seems like a service that is within the realm of of AI today, Mm -hmm. AI and LLMs. And it could get better and faster and smarter because what we always say with Never Rewrite is, well, the first problem is you don't know what the heck this code is doing. So how could you rewrite it?
1: Right.
0: And if, you know, getting AI to the point where it can do step one of, okay, well, let's understand what this code does. And once you've got that locked in, then yeah, the next step is start refactoring it. Although now that I've said this, the process (laughs) you're describing isn't a rewrite. It's It's what we call feces shipping, right? You, You change it a little bit, you run it, you change it a little bit, you're running.
1: Yeah. So if you could fully characterize it, you could go both paths. I mean, thesis shipping Mm -hmm. is the safer route. Um, But my mind goes to, uh, there's this project that escapes me at the moment, but essentially you give it access to your repo Mm -hmm. and it can digest your entire repo instead of just limited bits of files because there's like a limit you can provide it. And the same service is also, um, they don't train on the data you provide them. So there's, there's a security compliance, you know, issue there. So you don't have to worry about sharing secrets. Mm. Um, but if you give it, uh, your repo, it can understand your repo a bit better because it can see all the other files that help kind of help it understand what it's doing. Um, and they had some kind of test they had run recently and they said, you know, it did better with, uh, smaller files which is a good thing to do anyway, because mm-hmm. if you give it smaller files, uh, it can kind of understand it. it it's, it's better than a 3000 line long file, like uh, giving it bits of beta to digest at a time is easier. And if you do verbose better for people too, lo- yes. Yeah. Yeah. But for the machine, if you do verbose logs, that say, Hey, I'm adding this because of this, 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 you know, obviously you can take that and, and run with that too. And it does a better job. Um, which, you know, Kind of pushes against the people who's like, hey, uh, my do- my code is the documentation. <laughs> Actually, if you start documenting it more human, then AI can do a job, better job helping you.
0: Um, well, that's an interesting point. Yeah. I love that point. <laughs>
1: okay. Tell me more.
0: <laughs> oh, I just, I love the idea that AI is now good enough at understanding human language that if you explain, you know, if you add comments that explain that the intent of the code, that AI is then able to do a better job writing tests or understanding what the code is supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, adding a little bit of the of the business why to your code uh, mm-hmm. it can help. Um, so, that, 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 I mean, that may shift things. You know, I wonder what things will be ten years from now, where we maybe we start changing our processes to best practice with the assumption that AI will be helping us, right?
0: Yes, I think that's 100% correct. I I suspect Sorry. it's going to, you know, old, old school developers, like once who started 40 years ago, variable names were a single letter because you had to type it a bajillion times. And <laughs> by the time I started programming a mere 20 years, 25 years ago, <laughs> that was all out the window. People like, no, there's just autocomplete. You just hit tab yeah. and it will fill out the variable. like it's true typing the same variable, long variable name, a lot would be bad, but we now have, um, IntelliSense and autocomplete. Yeah. and, you know, Java is famous for long, long, uh, variable names. <laughs> like it went to a ridiculous level and now like I did an MR. I'm like, I'm changing all of this. There was the variables named L and S and X. Right. right. I, yeah. I can't
1: stand this. Terribly named ones, yeah.
0: And so I well, renamed them.
1: Back to the original, your original point a moment ago about this not being a rewrite, but being a thesis ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's two ways you can go about this if you if you're automating this process by adding tests and running them and getting your coverage up. Because there's two reasons you might want to rewrite, or I guess there's, there's two things you can do. You can go mm-hmm. the, the, the thesis ship route if you want to improve your current code base. But if you actually have a tech, a tech reason for swapping stacks, because you're going to get better performance from switching to you know, a poorly chosen language, at that point, you have such a well-tested and characterized code base that you could rewrite because you could have you could give it your entire repo and say, make write this in Python. Mm-hmm. You know, do the same thing in Python for me. Um, and well, Python's it, not
0: know, know, a fast language, but yes.
1: Well, uh, faster can... than some other language. I'm just saying, you know, pick pick some other kind of language that's better for the 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 for the use case.
0: Job.
1: Yeah. Or or if you're all your developers are Python developers, and somebody wrote some other language and you need to port it now, and it's super super well tested, maybe you switch it for the sake of you know it's easier to hire Python developers. and Another thing was written in C sharp or something like that. You know.
0: Yeah, I think those are. So that's an interesting point because when we but at the beginning. I was like, but why would you want to have AI rewrite it? Because it would be the same mess you have. But if you have mm-hmm. good code or good enough code and you want to switch it for language reasons. Uh, like I remember many years ago when I worked in high frequency trading, there were companies that had professional mathematicians. They're called quants. And they'd be writing mathematical models about the market and trading things and and they'd write them in python because python's got really good math libraries but python's not performant so then they had a team of developers who were working with the math guys and taking the python and translating it into something high performance like c plus or c even uh, or you know near the end of when i stopped paying attention they were writing it to fpgas on NIC cards because that would be even faster if you just bypass the whole os layer Jeez. Writing it, yeah. It's <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right, so there you've got the code. The problem with the code is the language, and you do you want the exact same thing but in another language? Mm-hmm. There, I think AI is a very useful, uh, not yet, but a potentially very useful reason to do it. Like, oh, I'm going to have humans writing code here that's easy to understand, and then I'm going to have AI recompile it down. Mm-hmm. Now, at that point, though, I'm just thinking out loud, if I had a, hey, I'm going to take Python and I'm going to recompile it in, translate it to C and recompile it for maximum performance, is uh, is AI basically becoming a new compiler?
1: <laughs> in a sense, yeah.
0: Like, less a rewrite and more of a compiler, a transpile compiler.
1: Kind of reminds me of those languages that can, um, like uh, like React Native, where you can kind of build something in one language and you can end up publishing an Android and an iOS version for you. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But that would be, a, a, you know, the interesting reasons, I think, to to advocate for a rewrite in that regard. Because I think, you know, if you have a system that can improve itself, repair itself... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, add add test to check itself then repair itself. Then all of our or a lot of our points about oh recreating the same mess, it might be able to do a better job and not create the same mess, it can identify useless code because it can see like like imagine all the different like you work in PHP systems. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a nested list of required files for systems that are not using auto load composer kind of things. It could if you give it the entire code base, it could find which ones are not being used, clean things up. See what mm-hmm. not to port over. You know, um so a lot of the risk and the time spent um could be mitigated. It could maybe even make the same MRs. <laughs> uh we, we talk about like divergence from parody whenever we're working mm-hmm. on a big bang rewrite. Maybe it could actually bridge that gap too. Um it, it, maybe maybe our maybe yeah. our old point of never rewrite isn't ends up being like, remember that show <laughs> back when humans were doing the rewrites? <laughs> Twenty years ago,
0: well, it goes back to the value you think you're getting out of the rewrite. Mm-hmm. Like, if the value you're getting out of the rewrite is the new language has some compelling business case, like that's one of the reasons that I, that re- we see rewrites succeed. Yeah. If your thing that you're getting out of the rewrite is, oh, my code is terrible and I can't maintain it and I just want to start over then there's still no reason to, to use AI to do that. You would just still use AI to make your code not terrible and make it maintainable. You Like you wouldn't need, if you told AI to rewrite something in the same way, it would produce something terrible un- and unmaintainable <laughs> because that's what you gave it, right? Garbage in, garbage out. But you could say, Hey, clean up this garbage. And then you wouldn't need a rewrite. Right.
1: Yeah, unless you're switching languages or things like that,
0: but so, yeah, if you're switching languages, yeah. but then it, the code quality isn't an issue. Like if if your reason is not because the code is bad, I guess that's where we are. It's if you if you're doing a rewrite because the code is bad, still never rewrite. AI can just fix your code, right. and if you're doing a rewrite for a business reason, right? Like you need to upgrade from Python. From non-compatible versions of Python, or to something more performant, then yeah, you you could use AI to to do that, and you, the code would be the same-ish, and you, you would then have a, a massive developer learning ramp up, right? Because if you had if you had AI translating reasonable PHP into reasonable C sharp, <laughs> because you wanted to switch to Azure, uh, Microsoft's cloud, right? You're running stuff on AWS, it's PHP and Microsoft's like, Hey, we'll pay, you know, we'll give you this great deal, but you got to rewrite everything in C sharp, you know, if AI could do that and it probably can soon, you know, assuming you're starting with a reasonable code base, the developers are not coming in cold. It's like, you just hired all new developers and they're have to learn the system. Yeah. So you, okay. you'd have a bit of an on a ramp up, but that's, you know, it's just a part of the cost.
1: Got it. Yeah. I'm very interested, interested to see how things change in the next 10 years or less <laughs> and how, you know, how we're handling these kind of problems. Cause a lot of the things that are true today can definitely be untrue in just five or 10 more years as things get, you know, more investment in, Uh, All these AI companies that can handle... You've seen the ones with the documentation that we saw. (laughs) If you Mm -hmm. wanted that from a previous episode we did, uh, rewrites in general might be interesting.
0: Um, Right. What was the the point of documentation if nobody's going to read it?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The AI reads it. (laughs) The AI reads it, and that's good. The AI writes documentation for other AI to read. (laughs) There you go. It's part of the process. It's part of the feedback loop. Yep. Yep. All right. Well... (laughs) That's about it for my uh, brainstorming for today. You got any other any other topics or comments on that?
0: No, I think I think AI will definitely change a lot of the characteristics of what is, what will, and will not work in terms of a rewrite. Mm-hmm. I think fundamentally, you know, our never rewrite is more around fix the code you have versus trying to start over. And I think. AI is only going to make that even more compelling because the cost of fixing the argument that it's unfixable is going to become even more tenuous. Yeah, This can't be fixed or improved. Oh, did you try asking AI? Maybe the LLM can do it or help get you started. All right. Thank you all for listening. I'm Jeffrey Sherman.
1: And I'm Isaac Askew. And this is Never Rewrite.